Heart. You gotta have heart. Miles and miles of heart. What is heart? Heart is running through a return man when the game is on the line. Heart is giving everything you have in practice, day after day. Heart is finding the strength to run down the field one more time when you can barely breathe. The heart in me pumps Husker Red. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Five Heart Podcast, brought to you by CornNation.com, part of the SB Nation Podcast Network. My name is Greg Mahochko, and in the great state of the land of 10,000 lakes, Minnesota, he's our founder and fearless leader, John Dam Johnston. Hello, John. How are you doing, man? Doing great. How are you? Oh, it's a beautiful evening, night. You're darn right. In, in, some, in know, August. When we would be all like googly-eyed and uh, full of tinglies because uh, college football season would be starting in the next week, but no. Yeah. Um, So about that, just two weeks ago, we were googly-eyed and tingly. (laughs) We were. There was a Big Ten schedule. We went through it. We were happy. It looked like everything was a go. And then – Big Ten's Kevin Warren and the university chancellors and presidents decided that, no, there's no fun for you, sons of bitches. We're shutting you down. And that's the thing, too, is there have been a lot of questions raised as to if there was an actual type of vote from presidents or chancellors. And there has not been a ton of transparency out of uh, out of the Big Ten offices, so much so that parents literally a small carpool of parents and others concerned about what was going on in the big 10 uh protested outside of the big 10 headquarters or uh, well last week hey we we should we should not uh uh you know ignore the fact that you're getting this 3 days late because nobody was available last week myself included uh to record for our regular friday uh dropping so we're going to drop this on monday what a way to start off your week, everybody. You are welcome. Anyway, uh, yeah, a small carpool. Uh, go ahead. No, you go ahead, John. Well, I was going to say maybe we should just change it so we start on Monday. <laughs> that was one of those things I should bring up off air. Okay, there was a small carpool. A small <laughs> carpool's worth of protesters. Something like, I don't know, maybe 30, 30 protesters, 30 individuals out there. Uh and look, I if I lived in Chicago or, or near Chicago or didn't have a job, I'd go down there and and uh, protest as well because by gosh, I want my college football. Um, unfortunately, Ted, I'm none of those things. Teddy Greenstein Steinstein made the comment that there were 35 media members covering it and 30 protesters or somewhere thereabouts. Yeah. And I'm going to make the comment that this shows just how stupid sports reporters are. Because if those guys had any brains whatsoever, they'd do what the regular media does. They'd take those people and they'd stuff them together, maybe not because of social distancing, but they'd still get them close enough together to make it look like they were standing together. Mm -hmm. Because you can do that kind of stuff with wide-angle lenses and things like that. And then they would have cropped out everything else about the background and they wouldn't have mentioned the number of people there. Nope. The regular people who vote on who who, who report on politics and report on uh, current issues, current political events, 
they know how to do this to get buzz out of it. Manipulating the the scene. Yes. Yeah. You know, the sports reporters are like, yeah, there's more media members. Good job, guys. Just blow everything right to shit. Now mm-hmm. you got nothing. Yep. So uh, not nothing nothing came out of the uh, uh protest except for I'm pretty sure that the Big Ten doubled down and said, No, we're not changing our mind. There's not gonna be any football in the fall. Uh you can watch high school football on Facebook if uh, there's some in, in your area or I I don't know how it happened. I accidentally stumbled across some high school like live stream high school football Saturday on Facebook and I sat and watched it for about three minutes and I just got more sad started drinking John I started drinking again (laughs) you know Kevin Warren made the comment this this past few days that he was surprised about how much uh, criticism or how much pushback or response he got to canceling football season and he was surprised by the amount of noise that that generated you know it's bad you know you are unpopular when michigan and ohio state are joining forces against you this and- is true, <laughs> this is true. I think I think, you know i i've been i brought up the kevin warren thing at home the rotten son told me to let it go and I looked at him and I said, uh, you know, this guy is going to continue to be our commissioner. And he hasn't handled this well. He apparently told people that he understood that he hadn't handled it well. And he's learning. I, I get that you're kind of learning that as, as the athletic director I interviewed said, we're flying, we're building this plane as we fly it through this pandemic. Maybe there's a little bit of grace there for that, but uh, come on, I, you know you didn't think you'd get that much noise right. about it. And then on the other hand, now we're getting conflicting reports still about what the athletic director is expected versus what Kevin Warren did versus what the university chancellors did. So there's obviously a lack of communication, which translate to incompetence. Honestly, I mean, you can say I'm learning. We don't know what to do with the, the, the medical reports, for example, it's very confusing. Even the doctor I interviewed about the coronavirus stuff said, this is a really weird virus and they are struggling with it because of its weirdness for lack of better terms. I, you know, I suppose they have technical terms for it. But I'm pretty sure the technical term is weirdness, John. If you're a community, if you're a commissioner or something, communication is one has to be one of the top skills that you kind of have to do that job. I, I kind of get in this uh, Kiro Kurosawa way that you're still learning until you're 90, but uh, maybe you should really, I, I really don't, we should all just vote no confidence in this son of a bitch going forward because I'm not going to have any. Right. And even and- though he said, you know, I'm still learning. Uh, okay, when you when you gonna when you gonna do something that actually fills us full of confidence, there, Kevin? And and how naive do you, do you have to be to to think? You know, all you have to do is spend thirty seconds on. And again, it's not the best source, but social media. You know, you spend thirty seconds do do a little you know, Twitter search for Big Ten or something like that or or college football, and you're going to see that the overwhelming majority of people, and by the way, 
people who are talking about it online are probably not going to be just casual, passive, uh, you know, fans, but they're going to be the ones who want to, you know, pay money to go sit in your stadiums, things like that. And to be so, uh, so blind to the notion that, you know, this is going to be an unpopular decision that shows just a total lack of self-awareness. It does. It, it's, it's pretty, well, pretty incompetent. <laughs> For, you know, I hate to keep using negative terms about the guy, but, uh, I'd like to find one that was positive. He looks nice in a suit, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I look decent in a suit, so, I mean, we need to raise the bar a little bit more than that, right? Yeah. I do, John. I, I do look good in a suit. Do you? I, I haven't do. worn a suit in, I don't know. Last time I wore a tie was someday, many years ago. <laughs> I, I might just wear a tie tomorrow. My cuff links. I, uh, you know. I go, I get, I get all dialed up for my new position, sir. Do you? Yeah. I mean, I still can't do anything about my face, but you know, neck down looks really good. Okay. The biggest thing for me to make a decision on is uh, whether or not I'm going to actually wear pants. Ooh. Yeah. I have to wear <laughs> pants. Um, well done. I have now been working at home so long and wearing shorts every day of my life that you know, when the days come that I have to go back to wearing pants every day, it's going to be like sadness or something. I don't know. So what you do is you say, I'm bringing a little bit of home with me back to the office and you just wear shorts all the time. I actually had a conversation with a CFO that I work with, a CFO. Mm -hmm. Which is a chief financial officer for those of you who are not in the acronym game. Yeah, and uh, I work for him at one of my customer sites, and I mentioned to him that I was just sad about wearing pants that day, and he said, you could have worn shorts to our office and nobody would care, John. Right. And I went, oh, I said, you know, I, I just can't go to that level of non-professionalism. My boss would not find it acceptable. Mm-hmm. I would not find it acceptable. But on the other hand... <laughs> You start, All right, what else you, we got you start, going on? You start doing that pros-cons list right there. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what else we have going on? Well, since there is no uh, football to be played by the Big Ten uh, this fall, which, of course, we know that there will no not be a national championship game uh, because, I mean, how can you have a national championship when 40% of your teams at, at the top level are not competing? You just can't. Uh, although Alabama will try to, you know, claim otherwise. Uh, so we, I think we also learned last week about what schools can do as far as, you know, this is now an extended, extended off season. You lost spring ball, no spring game, but what kind of workouts, what kind of team activities can they do between now and presumably when the spring football season would begin? I have no idea. Oh, I thought you were looking at I thought you found that. <laughs> I was. I never found something that – I never found anything that was uh, current and relevant. Honestly, I think it's still kind of mixed. I mean, you got you, – you've got – the NCAA did grant an extra year mm-hmm. of eligibility to fall sports athletes, right? So, uh, you know, everybody doesn't have to worry about their eligibility, 
Which is interesting because a little while back, Barry Alvarez basically said that Wisconsin would not be granting an extra year for their athletes. So I don't know if that's changed, but good God, Barry Alvarez, but this is kind of a nut cutting kind of smash head guy there. Just uh, get the hell out of here. You're done. You know, and now we're looking at everybody's talking about this plan they're trying to put together for spring or for winter ball. And that would include playing in domed stadiums. And we all know that Memorial Stadium is not domed. So uh, you're going to lose Nebraska's home revenue. You're going to lose concessions and revenue that would come into the Haymarket area unless fans would fill the rail yard and just to watch football, and maybe that's a good idea for the businesses. This this is brilliant, and I'll tell you why. The it's my understanding that perhaps the only market that has dome availability might be Minnesota. Correct. Well, I think you've got. Don't you have like Indy and places like that? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's true. In Indianapolis, uh, Minnesota. Um, Detroit, one of the Dakota, one of the Dakota, North. Uh, well, there. No, but here's what I'm thinking, and this is why this is is a brilliant idea, because Nebraska can play their home games at the Dome in America Center in St. Louis, Missouri, and I will be there. I will use my coordination media pass. I will be there, and uh, they will have to throw me out. I don't care. I will cheer. I will be the one guy. You know, because if you know, John, if you're whether you're down on the field, you know, be, as a photographer in the press box, you're not supposed to cheer. They will they will have to throw me out because I'll be the uh, I'll be the only guy in the arena, and I'll be like Husker Power. That'll be me. Everybody will know I'm that jackass. <laughs> That's nice to know. <laughs> you're saying the Dome at America Center, Big Ten. Nebraska. Okay. So we got we've got complaints from like Nick Saban has complained that so many players will opt out to go to the NFL draft that it'll be like JV football. And you kind of look at this and you go, Who nobody cares, Nick. Nobody cares nobody except cares. you. You ass. You know, most other people are looking at this. And I again paying attention to social media, it seems like there's a lot of people that are like uh you know, not really enthused about winter football, but if if I said, okay, we're going to wait an entire year for another football game, another Nebraska football game versus waiting another four months, uh, which one are you choosing? I four months, um, probably. Now, on the on the flip side of that, and and I know it's a different situation because uh, let's assume that you know amateur status and. You know, nobody's actually getting paid to play college football. <laughs> but, uh, you know, if you were in the NFL or yeah, I suppose NFL, but uh, Major League Baseball, NHL, NBA, you had the ability to opt out. Like, you know, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm good. I don't want to. I think taking the decision out of the players hands was a mistake. You know, these are if they if they want to make an informed decision. Informed being the key word. If they want, if they want to have all of the facts put out in front of them, and you know, just make let them choose if they want to play football or not. But Kevin Warren says, "Not nah, no football." 
Well, nobody cares what the players think. Yeah, and, and isn't they, that- they make the they make the effort to act like they do, and they do things like we'll appoint like a player communication council or some shit like that. I I may have said this years ago, or may have said this before on a previous podcast, but when I was like a junior in high school, I got sent to the principal's office like seven or eight times. I believe it. And I got <laughs> some of them were really stupid. Okay, mm-hmm. one of them was for bringing duck calls to a basketball game, <laughs> playing our school fight song on duck calls. And our superintendent and principal called me in along with another guy that was a senior. I was a junior. And he said, we felt that this was very unsportsmanlike and disrespectful to the opposing team. Everybody thought it was hilarious. Everybody thought it was fun. Apparently, these guys were like joy-killing sons of bitches because they were like, oh, you're being disrespectful. I was very frustrated by this. I went home and I asked my mom, why do people have to come up with these stupid rules that we're supposed to follow it? And they're making them up as we go because we didn't think there'd be anything wrong with it. And she said words like mothers do that can stick with you for the rest of your life. She said, you need to understand that institutions are run for the people that run them and not for the people that use them. And when you look at universities They know that all of those students are only going to be there four years, but a university president or chancellor or a dean of a college or a professor is going to hope to make that place his entire career. So he is not going to be there for four years. He is going to be there for 20 to 30 years optimally. That's what they want to do. So they don't, it's not just that they don't give a damn about the student athletes, even though they say they do. They don't care what the students think. Because they know they're short timers. Again, institutions are run for those that run them, not for those that use them. That's why they don't listen to the students. They never will. All right. Yeah. My mom speaking. But uh, all right. What else we got? What else? What else is going on? Kevin Warren, extra year eligibility. Uh, Okay. So let's talk about this. Unrelated. I mean, unless we have anything more to talk about football being pushed off another four months. No. Okay. John, you had a birthday recently. A rebirth day. <laughs> I did. You turned it's five. A, I did turn five. Which makes you actually almost to the day four months older than my son. <laughs> <laughs> We should probably explain. I, I I had a heart attack and died on August twenty first, two thousand fifteen. So on August two thousand August twenty first, two thousand twenty, I did turn five years old. My family refers to it as my rebirthday, and we usually celebrate it now every year. And we we celebrate it because I, off the cuff, had made the remark to my wife that. I don't feel like my June birthday is my real birthday anymore. I feel like um, the August birthday is my birthday now. So we actually celebrate the August birthday a little bit harder or more than we do uh, the one in my birthday birthday in June. Uh, I turned five. What I like about this is when people tell me to act my age, <laughs> I can tell them I'm five. But what we did was we did a uh, superhero 5K. We dressed up in capes and with little masks on. And, it's the best. And we, my wife dressed up kind of in a Wonder Woman thing. And yeah. Did yeah. she, uh, anyway. afterwards, did she break out the last of a truth on you, big boy? 
She did not. Oh. She did not. My my kids and uh, their significant others were over, and we we played music in the backyards, and my wife and daughter danced around the backyard in capes. It was kind of, and nobody drank any. There wasn't any alcohol whatsoever. I mean, I don't drink anymore, but they didn't drink either. I have a weird family. I kind of like them like that. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with having a weird family. It's much better than having a normal family. I, I have two weird families. I have mine and my wife's. So, v- different kind of weird. Don't get me wrong. But both very weird. I completed the 5K. My wife uh, walked it with me because uh, that's who she is. She wanted to make sure I didn't fall over. She's a she sweet lady. Mrs. Coronation is a hell of a sweet lady. She is. She is. You tell her I said uh, so. She walks uh, a lot faster than I do, so at the end of it, I was somewhat lightheaded, which was kind of funny. But, so that's uh, how you get your highs. If, you, if you're not drinking anymore, that's how you get your highs, by walking 5Ks at a brisk pace. That's really kind of sad when you put it like that. <laughs> I'm no better. Hmm. Uh, sometimes if I sit up uh, or stand up too uh, quickly, I get lightheaded and see stars. Does that make you feel any better? Yes. Okay, good. Well, I did not participate in the Superhero 5K, which is ridiculous because I have a Green Lantern tattoo, and I'm a huge nerd. However, I did mow the yard today, and I'm pretty sure that I would have rather done the 5K. Why? Why? I here's I have a love-hate relationship with mowing yards, mowing my yard. I hate doing it, but I love the feeling of it having done it. You know, there's... There's a certain uh, a bit of satisfaction uh, to knowing that, damn it, it's my yard and I took care of it. And, uh, but man, when it's 90 something degrees and you're just pushing that mower all over the backyard in the sun, it's, it ain't fun. I mean, you know, who, who am I complaining about? You, you used to mow yards before they had motors on them. That's true. Those little push things. Yeah. You know, I tell you what, people uh, people stayed in better shape then. No, they didn't. They died young. <laughs> they worked themselves to death doing that shit. So let's not kid ourselves. Let's not do this romanticize the old days crap. <laughs> they died young, but of a different reason. Yeah, heart attacks from pushing them fucking manual mowers. <laughs> That's what they died of. Good God. <laughs> Smoking cigarettes left and right while they were pushing. Yeah, I'm glad I don't smoke anymore. So we're looking, we're looking right now at an off season, yes, that is going to extend for several more months, which leaves me Think in a position as a guy who runs a website to say to myself, "What the hell are we going to do with interesting content until then?" Uh, okay, so here's what we're going. You remember the movie Major League? Kind of. Okay. Do you remember the the bitchy owner? Okay, Major League was the one with uh, Charlie Sheen and yeah, okay, yeah, Wild Thing and yeah, uh, Wesley Snipes, the guy that couldn't hit a curveball. Yeah, Serrano, Pedro Serrano. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, yes. so you remember the the uh, the, uh, the bitchy owner who wanted to yeah. move the team from Cleveland to Miami? Yes. You know how like they uh, what's the word they um incentivize the team by, you know, like every time they win, they're going to take off a little piece of her, her dress, you know, until they, 
you know, she ain't wearing nothing. Remember that part? Yes. That's how we're going to incentivize our troops, our our coronation contributor troops, as well as the viewers, readers, listeners, etc. Every time somebody gets through a day without mentioning the pandemic, we're going to peel off a little bit of John's dress, and then at the end, by <laughs> we get nobody, nobody nobody wants that. <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe when I was twenty. Ooh. 20 but not not now. Nobody wants that. First of all, they'd all go blind from the white paleness that I am. I, I mean, I could compete with Larry Bird on being <laughs> pale. It started you know? with a really interesting. Like, it, it, what did, what it did was, somebody call him once clear? Oh, probably. Yeah. It, nobody wants that. Now, on the other hand, I did spend a summer building a – it was a – feedlot, a cattle feedlot oh, yeah. in Hayes Center, Nebraska. And I spent the entire summer carrying around fence posts and uh, big, huge freaking drills and stuff like that. When I went back to college, I looked like, uh, you know, I looked like I was, uh, I don't know, pretty stacked with the muscles, I guess. I'm, I'm, My vocabulary is shit tonight. I'll, let me tell you what. Uh, but back then, yeah. Now, nobody wants it. A a a uh, stacked and tan John Johnston. Ooh, the ladies be swooning left and right. Yeah, they would. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, we are going to do esports. Yeah, I don't know what the esports are. Okay, esports are uh, electronic sports. Okay, we don't have real sports. Wait, wait, wait. So what? It doesn't even sound like sports. Then it is sports. But is it? If it's not like NASCAR is not a sport, bowling's not a sport. How is NASCAR not a sport? Because they sit and drive and make left turns. I could do it. People die in NASCAR races. Okay. Okay. Ernest Hemingway said once, there were only three sports and everything else was a game. And that was bullfighting, racing. And I can't remember the third because I'm really stupid. But listen. No, no, no. Just it, it, look, go uh, with uh, the fact uh, that it's eSports. We're going to call uh, it on. eSports. Hold it's on. Competition. Hold, hold on. Time out. I want to go back to what you said about people die in NASCAR. That makes it a sport. Are we saying that, therefore, the only qualifier of it being a sport is somebody dying? No, that's uh, Ernest Hemingway's definition. Oh, okay. Most people look at Ernest Hemingway and say, eh, he wasn't too bad a writer. I mean, so, why don't we do like fantasy Frisbee golf if we're going to make shit up? Okay, <laughs> Okay, fantasy frisbee golf. Have you ever played disc golf? I've played ultimate frisbee. I've played the real frisbee. I don't do your. I don't do your stand in a stationary spot and throw throw the disc down. Uh, you know, the, I I mean, I you got to be up and down the up and down the field moving. That's 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 the type of disc I used to play. So, yeah, I know what ultimate is. But <laughs> there's also a game called disc golf where you're throwing. Yeah, I've been actually doing that lately. Really? Practicing anyway. I haven't actually done that. I haven't competed yet, but that doesn't okay, listen, me at all. You're okay. just going to have to accept the fact. <laughs> why is it that I'm the old guy and I can accept esports and you're a younger guy and you can't? What the hell is with that? Well, it, here's the thing because you're five and my body feels <laughs> like I'm 75. And that's why. Okay. Here's the thing we're going to compete in esports. Okay. I'm, I'm I'm on board. People can join us if they want to join us. 
Okay. How do they do? Going to compete in Rocket League. Do you know what Rocket League is? I don't. Okay. Rocket League is a game where you drive a car and there's a giant soccer ball going around a virtual stadium and you drive the car into the soccer ball and try to knock it into the other guy's goal. Huh. It is, it is a fabulously fun game. It is wonderful. Unless you get one guy in the, on the other team that's just incredible at it and he just stomps your butt into the ground, then it's not so fun. So what um, what is the platform that one would play the Rocket League on? Well, I play it on a PS4. You can play it on Xbox. Okay. My understanding is you're going to also play it on the PC. Gotcha. So there's a wide variety. And then you can actually play all those against each other. I was I was just going to ask uh, because I know some some games don't have like platform crossover. I mean, obviously – I'll be I'll be honest. Uh, the last video games that I played, I think, were specifically Xbox games like Halo and Gears of War, things like that. But I didn't know if there was any uh, platform portability with Rocket League. So if you're playing on a PlayStation, you can play against people on Xbox or or um, desktop computer. So I'm, I'm I'm learning things, John. Thank you. That that thing we can play across platforms. The other the other esport game that we're going to play is a battle royale type format. My understanding is that we're going to do COD Warzone, Call of Duty Warzone, and that pits. Normally, what happens is I see I don't have any friends on COD Warzone, so I usually do the solo thing. And what that is is you got you jump out of an airplane into a map. You have to find your guns and your weapons and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff as you go around the map. And you avoid trying to be killed by the hundred other 149 players. So there's 150 people. You're trying to work yourself down into being the last one left alive. It can be well. Number one, I enjoy killing fake people, virtual people online. Beats the hell out and, of killing real people. Well, but yeah, I've yeah, it does. I guess. <laughs> I mean, I don't have ex- I don't have any experience in the latter, but you know, it just you know. For legality I, I normally, purposes. it can be COD Warzone can be fairly intense, and, and in my house there can be some profanity and screaming. I don't believe that in your house of all houses, John. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think my favorite line is "Take that shit ass." <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, the other games we're going to play in Warzone can be played across platforms. We're trying to get teams together. And the other games we're going to be doing are like Madden, which is NFL football, NBA. And then I think on one of the platforms, there is a MLB, the show, Major League Baseball, the show. And then on the PC, I guess they're going to play Civ 6, which is Civilization 6, which I think is a really odd game to play because, my God, Civilization is like playing Risk. It could take three days. <laughs> I don't oh, know. Oh, you know what? I All think- of these things, the, the goal is to stream these things and to at least have people who might be interested join the community and have like game threads. I, uh, so Civilization Six, based on the very uh, basic image search that it looks a little bit like what I would have played for almost 20 years ago there was like age of empire yes so you build up you know, like yeah so okay well you know tisha hey look they have a dam huh. never mind i'm not gonna make that joke uh, i'll let beavis and butt make that joke um, and i realize this isn't for everybody but on the other hand 
Like, I mean, look, see the yeah, we shutter the doors, you, you think know, about the fact that I want you to think about the fact that we may be a year without Husker football. I was, we may not have a basketball season this year if, if they can't figure out testing and they can't figure out some kind of treatments to make sure that these players are safe and the kids going to college are safe. So what we're trying to do is come up with content that people find interesting. And I know that uh, people on the website have indicated that we should go back and do the county countdown series that we did. Oh, yeah. And that, that sounds interesting, but – I know that when all of us, all of my writers, when we finished that thing, we said, we will never do anything like this again. And the reason why is because it was incredibly taxing for a lot of the people that were writing. And I could see if we stretch something like that out, I don't think we'd be interested in doing the county countdown again, but we will try to come up with uh, Nebraska related content that may be historical and we have some stuff that's going on in the works. I, not, I don't think we're quite where we're going to announce that yet or we're going to start doing it and publishing it yet. But uh, one of the things I, would, I wouldn't mind doing is uh, actually a historical look at Nebraska and go back through the Indian Native American tribes. But on the other hand, I would love that. When you look at something like that. That is also something that, that if you want to do it justice, it takes a lot of research and it takes the time to go into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I want there's to. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, I think for, if you, years ago, I was a Cub Scout leader. All right. Mm-hmm. And I had, I had a good, I haven't seen him for a few years, but I had a good friend of mine that was a Lakota Indian and he would come and present to our Cub Scouts about being a Lakota and stuff like that. And I learned a lot from him. And one of the things that I learned from him is that the Indians, the Native Americans don't really have, they didn't have a really good history of themselves. So I don't know if, by now there's probably massive amounts of historical stuff out there. But again, I'm not familiar with it. I'm not a historian. I would need to do some research and to find out who who you're going to actually rely on for your history historical facts about you know what the native american tribes were doing in nebraska before the settlers arrived and that's part of the early part of nebraska you know and then you also have uh references like you know willa willa cather wrote my antonia and that has to be one of the most amazing but incredibly sad, depressing books about what it was like to try to take Nebraska from what it was and build it into a state. I mean, it's not all about that. It's a very personal story, but anyway, I don't know where I was going with that completely, but we are looking at some things to provide content. We're not just going to go willy nilly into cod war zone all the time because, you know, we know that you want us to write about Husker sports, but trust me, you can only do the greatest running backs of all time so many times before you go, oh, my God, what are we going to do next? You know, you can only talk about – we all know that the 90s is the greatest period in Nebraska football in history. You can't beat more stuff out of that. I mean, we, could we watch old Husker football games and place of football games this fall? Yeah, we could uh, if we can find them or we can find the material to actually do something like a game thread site kite site. Good Lord. If we could do a game thread concept, Mm -hmm. 
I know that there's a bar that's going to be showing 90s games, and I can't remember where it is in Nebraska. That's a good idea to bring people into the bar. And at least, uh, you know, there's probably a lot of younger people that never saw those games. So I don't know. You know, if you have any ideas, we have this thing called Use Your Voice. We have a website that uh, you can com- make comments on. We have uh, email addresses. We have Twitter. We have Instagram. We have pretty much every freaking bloody damned method of communicating that there exists on this planet, except that I don't do TikTok and don't ask. No, uh, we all know TikTok is the worst. People sometimes still believe in it, and it's it's just horrible. Uh, you are younger than me, and you just could like go. Rah, rah, rah. I know, but I <laughs> wanted to uh, share with the faithful that use your voice number. They can call or text four zero two three two seven one eight three zero. If nothing else, send us a question or two or eighteen that we can uh, answer here on the show. That's content. Like uh, maybe your your question would be, John, before you quit drinking beer, what or, or drinking period. What was your favorite alcoholic beverage? Now, John's not going to answer that question right now because he's waiting for you to call or text in to the uh, Five Heart line, 402-327-1830, and have you ask that question. Right, John? That is correct. That's right. That's how we set him up for next time. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I want to just mention one thing that you you said. You don't don't know how long it will be until we have – football again it might be over a year the last time that we watched nebraska football november 29th of 2019 in a three-point loss to iowa and we're gonna have to live with that even longer than we thought we didn't even get a spring game we got two or three spring practices and that was it so there will be a reckoning when football resumes, there's going to be a reckoning, and Iowa will not win the next time we meet. I'm telling you now, John, Iowa will not win. I think this is uh, it's particularly sad for Nebraskans because I do believe that you know Scott Frost was kind of poised not for greatness but for to have a team that was going to play well together mm-hmm. that was all together functioning and moving in the right direction so uh, it is very disappointing that we're not going to see any fall football but I'll tell you we will overcome John we're going to beat this or at least find a way out uh we're not going to have to wear masks all the time that's not going to be the new normal eventually uh we're going to get it figured out. And when that happens, we're going to meet up some point in Lincoln for a game. And I don't care if you've been, you know, off the wagon or, or, or on the wagon or however, I don't care if you've been sober, we're going to have a drink together, John. I, I'd probably do that. <laughs> Thank you. I don't ask much. I just, I just want to, I just want to drink with John. That's all I really want. <laughs> While watching Husker football. Yeah, of course. So, yeah. I mean, otherwise I'll just show up at your house sometime. With the- I, I will say that earlier tonight, my rotten son looked at me and said, do we have TV? Because we don't have TV. 
Because I got upset. I, I didn't get upset, but I canceled YouTube TV because that was our TV during the off season mm-hmm. because they raised the cost. And I, I said, well, what do you, why do you want TV? Cause it's depressing to think about. And he says, well, the NBA finals are coming up. And I said, Oh, you know, I, okay, fine. Cause he likes basketball. Well, you know what? He could pay for it with his own damn self with that Minnesota money he's got. Well, I was thinking I might watch hockey. Uh, hockey's dead to me. Blues lost. Well, there there apparently are some things going on. <laughs> you can only watch so many Netflix series. No, apparently what I've been doing, and my wife is just as guilty, is we've just been watching The Office. We watched it together, and we finished it. You know, like at the same time, but we have three, we have one Netflix account, but you know, when you log in, you can be like mine and hers and then one for the kid. Uh, and I just happened to look at hers uh, earlier today and she's on season four of The Office and I'm finishing up season three. <laughs> so, wow. So we're a, we're a mess. We are Mahachko tribe. So, all right, John, let's call it a night, shall we? Okay. All right, we've had fun. Hopefully you have as well. Getting your five heart podcast a little late or a little early. No, we'll we'll be back again later this week for our traditional Friday morning time slot. He is the founder and fearless leader of our delightful Corn Nation or Corn Husker site on on, on SB Nation. CornNation.com. I'm sorry, I screwed that all up. I'm not going to fix it. He is John Dam Johnston. I am Greg Bahashka. We remind you this week and every week that five heart is all the heart you need. John? Oh, Big Red.